This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to the My Old Man Said podcast. I'm David Michael, the editor of MyOldManSaid.com. Coming up, it's Europa Vision. We get back in the mood and the swing of things for Europe. Joining me, Armand, how are you doing? Hoida middag, I'm very well, thank you. Is that your attempt at Dutch? Yeah. Oh well. I, I, Googled, I Googled it. <laughs> Europa Vision is a show that follows Villa's exploits in Europe. We'll give you some uh, intel on arrangements in terms of upcoming games. We also look at the matches themselves, as well as viewing the teams in the groups progress in their own domestic leagues, as well as looking at the Europa Conference League competition at large and anything related to it. So coming up in this show, we'll have a look at arrangements in Alkmaar. I've been speaking to West Midlands Police, uh, Football Supporters Europe, the organisation that also also meets with UEFA and uh, represents fans across Europe. And also I had a little chat with uh, a friend of mine who's um, one of the heads of the largest uh, IX uh, fan group just to get his views on uh, trips to uh, Alkmaar. We did, well, we did a show on this for the My Own Man Said members in terms of what's the kind of troublesome arrangements that Leisure Warsaw are uh, pretty much providing the club and uh, West Midlands Police that is, let's say, the the biggest threat in terms of trouble of all the uh, the fixtures. So we'll have a look at what's happening with that so far as well. Uh, in terms of Alkmaar, I'll, I'll start there. There's been 900 tickets. I mean, there was an email saying that pretty much a quarter of those hadn't filled in their travel forms. So the idea is if you don't fill in your tra- travel form, you don't go, you don't get a ticket. The problem is, I mean, somebody's contacted uh, Villa Support and they said, I can confirm fans who purchase a ticket but do not attend will lead to not gaining history for the game. Unfortunately, tickets will not go back on sale even if the travel forms have not been completed. So this leads to a position where fans can buy tickets thinking they're going to get it on their history with no intention of going. And then it doesn't actually count to their history. But because there's no way of 
the club have got no way of like refunding or or reintroducing these tickets. As far as they're concerned, they're sold, even if it's on not on the the booking history. But a fan doesn't actually get to go. I mean, I noticed that when I went to Warsaw, there was lots of empty seats, so people obviously purchase these tickets and then didn't go. Yeah, so just the only losers really is the atmosphere and those who can't go. Well, the, yeah, the, the people who actually want to go to the games yeah. and then the other losers are the people who bought them thinking it's going to add to their uh, history because it's not. But mm-hmm. by doing that dumbass move, they're all getting in the way of other people going. It just it kind of reminds me of... Uh, there's always certain fans that you know don't really think these things through. I always remember going where you had to, back in the day in the 90s, uh, had to... When you went to games, you'd buy the program to pick up vouchers to put in a double spread that had all the numbers of the players and, you know, every program voucher would be a player, you know, in a number. And so you'd cut them out and stick them in. And if you had like 15 program vouchers, you could go on this day. If you had 13, you'd go on this day and it went down. And you always knew if it got to like nine or eight, so I can't remember off the top of my head, maybe it was 10 or nine, that they'd probably sell out of Wembley tickets. And I remember going down, I mean, there's, this is an, another story, which I'll, I'll save for another day. But I just remember going down and there were people there with like photocopied vouchers of the same player just stuck across it. And they're going, oh, have you got any spare vouchers? And you, and you look at their spread and it's just one player fo- photocopied, black and white <laughs> photocopied. And you're like, dude, that's not going to fly. You're getting nowhere with that. And it's like, to think that that this would work it's like but you know fast forward it's the same principle yeah buy the ticket for 20 pounds and then sit on it but hey uh, hello you're not you know you're not getting it on your, your booking history and by the way you're blocking other people going and then there's loads of empty seats and there's no atmosphere to help the team everybody fucking loses well not not to um open up a can of worms but we were talking about this earlier but it's how i feel i'm, I'm someone who lives far away at the moment i can't really get to games but i planned ahead and i thought with two kids growing up in five years, I might be able to get season tickets at Villa. So I put my name down on the list without really thinking too much about it. And I realize now I, I regret doing it and I want to take it off because there's no way I can't find a way of doing it. But the reason is, is because they've, they've sort of weaponized it, haven't they? They've sort of added all these people on the list. I'm not sure, I'm not convinced many of them would, would actually take a season ticket today. For marketing, it's, it's to create FOMO to get people to buy in and I mean you know that's that's another conversation but in this case they put out a tweet saying over 200 have not sent in the form I mean I contacted the club and they said oh a lot have sent in forms since then so it won't be a case of empty seats and you know and I said so what happens to these people who are buying tickets and then the tickets won't be used and they said oh their uh, history is adjusted accordingly and and i think that's just means that ticket it doesn't count and i'm yeah. you know i'm i was saying well really because they're blocking off other fans they should be banned from attending european fixtures that season and that that will sort it out pretty sharpish or just have a simple system in place where you can resell the ticket offer it to someone else fair enough if you buy the ticket you're right right i'm buying that ticket you get the ticket and then either the prices of the transport go up or you can't yeah. get the time off work then you there should be a way that you just give it back to the club. They, you get your money back and then they resell it yep. to somebody who can go. Simple as that. So I don't like this. Uh, it seems a bit of a grey area and it, the club don't seem to be too bothered 
by the fans who can't go that are willing to go. And there's a lot of fans going over to Holland who have paid up to go, but they just haven't got a ticket. The, the threat of like, oh, you won't go to your booking history. It's not going to stop somebody just dropping 20 quid just in case it does, because, you know, we know that Villa's ways of doing things, you know, there's, there's a likelihood that uh, it, they won't register things or, you know, how do they check these things? Like in Warsaw, they scan them in. Is that, you know, they're just banking on that data doesn't go back to the club and the club are just uh, pretending that it won't count. But uh, interestingly, though, speaking to Football Supporters Europe, when I asked him about you know any problems with Alkmaar in the past, you know what you know what's the situation there? Like the Ajax guy, they said no problems there. You know it's fine. It's like nothing out of the ordinary unless you count the ultras attacking West Ham VIP ticket holders. But that was just completely a one-off. Normally, it's not seen as problematic at all. But he quoted back to me that the travel forms, each supporter will be required to fill in a European travel form detailing travel plans, you know, time of arrival in country, etc. He said to me, I still find it absurd that English fans comply to this and don't tell their clubs to fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Which when I filled it in, I thought, fuck this. I don't want to fill this in. It, it is invasion of privacy big time, but it was only when he sent me that that I registered. I actually, legally, you don't have to do this, really. No, I don't think anybody else in Europe bothers. It's just yeah. it's just the English stigma uh, rolling over from the 70s, 80s, 90s. Anyway, we uh, digress. But in terms of Alkmaar, they, uh, it seems to be, you know, the, the mayor of Alkmaar or, or whoever re- resides over the, uh, the city seems to be up for welcoming Villa fans there. And they're making the, the centre like Villa only, pretty much, the bars in the centre. What they are saying is that uh, if you haven't got a ticket, and they will, let's say, reading between the lines, they won't mess around, shall we say. I think if you're this the odd person, you'll go under the radar. But if there's a bit of trouble or it gets a bit rowdy and they start checking tickets, then they have stated that they have dispersal powers for anyone without a ticket, which basically reading between the lines is like you will be moved on. Fair enough. But they are expecting a lot of people without tickets to uh, go to Amsterdam, and that's what they're recommending, you know, the damn square. There'll be pubs showing it. Bars in Alkmaar won't be showing the game allegedly. This is what West Midlands police are saying. And uh, the idea is if you haven't got a ticket, then you're more than welcome to be in Amsterdam to uh, watch the game. Uh, In terms of the police, I mean, I had a meeting with uh, West Midlands police and and the big problem uh, is the uh, Leger Warsaw. What happened uh, with Alkmaar and you know, Elkmar for Villa Park have got 2,100 tickets sorted out, no problem. Leisure Warsaw is still an ongoing concern. UEFA are involved, so the conversation about how many tickets they get will, may not necessarily be 5%. Hmm. The 2,100. And also West Midlands Police, they haven't had police sources at Villa Park oof, for over 20 years now in their policing and match days. You know, it's, it's seen as a, a, a yesteryear kind of thing. The West Midlands Police have been quite progressive in terms of communication and, and how they run, in terms of transparency, how they run their football units. But they're actually going to, for the Luton home game, they're going to trial. I, I wouldn't say trial. It's Sorry, I, I rephrase that. Test run police horses specifically for the Leger Warsaw game, which I think they're looking at policing as if it was a Villa Blues derby just to put every you know extreme crowd control measure in they can because it is a, a proper a proper threat so that that's going to be an interesting night that one 
regardless of where the teams are set up uh, in terms of uh, getting through. Before we go on, for the 23-24 season, My Old Man Said is sponsored by Green King Sport, where football is more than a game. There's a massive fortnight of sport coming up with the Premier League, Rugby World Cup, Cricket World Cup, all taking centre stage to celebrate. Green King is giving listeners of this podcast 20% off drinks until the 29th of October, an hour before, during and after the sport that you're watching. All you need to do is download the Green King app. If you've not downloaded it before, you'll even get a free welcome pint as well. So head to the app store, download the Green King Sports app, just search for Green King Sport and get 20% off your round and don't miss a minute of the act. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I think we should quickly go through that Zrinski game since we haven't really mentioned it on uh, Europa Vision yet, even though it was uh, you know before the international break. We don't have to go into too much detail because it was a tale of Villa dominating possession, but not really having clinical chances. It was more like, a, it was a story of like shots straight at the keeper, wasn't it? Or, you know, half chances. Yeah, that, that was the theme, just shooting directly at the keeper, whether it was headers inside the box, outside the box. Uh, they, they kind of, I remember the commentators were making out that he was making a lot of saves, but really they were they were just being blast, blasted at him, really. I don't think he had much say. The, the kind of highlight probably was uh, Zaniolo's overhead kick. Uh, we know he likes a gamble, so he, he went for that one. And yeah, it was... Allegedly. Allegedly. allegedly he allegedly loves a gamble. So he um, it was a really good technique, but again, straight straight at the keeper. It was like he, he kind of had a magnet on him or something. But, what did you think about the lineup there? Because um, on the main show, I've been talking about surely get the points on the board get win the group and then rest players make sure you win the group because if you don't win the group if if you come second then you've got to play a two-legged qualifying round against a third place team from the Europa League that drops into the tournament so that's two extra games that you don't really need so why not go strong and then have those two midweeks off it's a bit like when we were discussing the Hibs games and who would who should play. Some people disagreed that we said potentially, you know, rest a few players but go pretty strong. I think here it's it can go both ways. I think we're, we're doing. I think Emery would argue the league is going well. 
therefore uh, he's making the right choices. I think the Alkmaar game is where you would hope now they have to go stronger because we can't afford to mess around like we have done in the last two games. Because you're right, we, we didn't go strong enough against Zrinski. I don't think that, I think we could have gone a bit stronger and made it more comfortable because really we, we fluked that really the last minute, didn't we? I mean, so, arguably the strongest we've gone i mean hibs. off the top of my head was hibs away <laughs> it, it was yeah and that, that's the thing is that we, we crushed them and i think if we if we turned up to either of those first i don't think we would have crushed um Ligia water away but like you've always said if we had just had more experience at the back then we might not have conceded three goals um, yeah. the way that we did with with zrinski I, I think really on another day three of those chances might have gone in and we could have actually walked away and said fair enough we we you know played a strong enough team but yeah, because this, this idea of resting players, it's like, well, you're playing Sarinsky at nil-nil at half-time. You decide to actually throw on Cash, Watkins and Louise. Yeah. And then suddenly there's a bit of intensity because you need to win this game. And so they're playing, let's say, a bit more up-tempo than they would ideally want to. So in the end, are you really resting them? You're not really, are you? This, not, this is not strange. Really. It's strange, but then you're giving, let's have a look, Dendonka, um, Longley, they're getting minutes, I guess. Saniolo, Tielemans desperately looks like he needs minutes. So uh, Duran as well. So, you know, maybe it's as much about getting them fitter, match fit as well. But either way, we, we got away with it, didn't we? It wasn't, it wasn't convincing by any means. Yeah, I, I mean, there's a theory that just popped up in my head when actually we did something for the weekend uh, for the West Ham game where I, I was just having a look, you know, just a quick cruise through a few uh, West Ham fan media just to see where they think they are. And they're talking about, and this hasn't really crystallised, I have to admit, for myself uh, as a Villa fan, but that fifth place that potentially could be in the Champions League if the English coefficient remains in the top two there will be a fifth place in the restructuring of the champions league into whatever frankenstein form it takes next and the west ham are, are, are talking about hey we could be in for this fifth place obviously they've got a taste for europe now consecutive seasons mm. and villa is very much a six pointer for that fifth place because they now see themselves in a ballpark that includes villa newcastle brighton those kind of teams that potentially could end up in the, you know, the top five for the Champions League. So, I mean, I was saying to Chris, clearly the owners are all about Champions League. I mean, that's when I, I actually met them the first week they took over. And that's the first thing, you know, they said when, when I mentioned why you're interested in into Miami, why take this over into Miami? First two words, Champions League, there's a higher ceiling. So they, they would tell Emery, this is the top five is on that's the focus here. Yeah. And I, so is that affecting his lineups henceforth? Because it's changed since that hips away game. I, I think it definitely is. Looking at it as well, um, we mentioned, which which links into the, the AZ games, both of them. We have, I think it's, I, I was writing it for the um, five reasons to be cheerful. We've got, I think, six games in 18 days. And actually they're all teams, you know, West Ham, Luton, they're, they're Nottingham Forest as well. They're all games that we, we could win. But there's no way he can keep the same team playing throughout, I don't think. So realistically, again, I, I don't know if we can go that strong against AZ because if we won all of those Premier League games or, or drew one and won the rest, we're, we're going to be in the top four, I think, come the next international week. So yeah, there's no reason why they shouldn't be aiming high. But I think, yeah, the Conference League seems to be taking a back seat for now. I think because West Ham is after an international break, not many of the players have had to play, you know, back-to-back -back games in international break. I think it's good because that's obviously one of the harder games, the West Ham game, for, for the reasons I've just said. If they win that, then I think they can go strong 
against AZ, you know, because your next games, uh, I don't think, are as demanding as as the West Ham in terms of calibre of opponent. Hmm. But we'll see. But I think away at Altmar is probably, as we look at the the league table, and it is, you know, the great reset. Everybody's on the same point, same goal difference. If you can win that game or at least draw, I think you're in a a good position, obviously, especially if you win, then you're in the box seat, I would say. Definitely. Especially with uh, Legia still coming to Villa Park. Uh, having been there, we, we got away with the fact that we've lost. Everyone's on three points. So yeah, that's um, this is this is a big... I agree with you. How we have to go strong. We have to try and beat them. I mean, we jumped out of the Zrinski game, but just to, to cap that one off, uh, it, it was a moment where when you have a captain in the midfield as McGinnis, you, you hope he does pop up with those important goals, those important moments. I think I used before the example of Gerard for Liverpool. I mean, you know, FA Cup finals, etc. Where it's that moment of inspiration, not a me- moment of magic. It's a moment of inspiration. Hmm. <laughs> Didn't I mind? Um, but um, but McGinn popped up just. You know, it was the perfect example of what you want from a captain, and that was a big box ticked. Actually, it was because McGinn's been inspirational for Scotland, but perhaps hasn't hit that same level in terms of getting Villa out of trouble as uh, as much as he does uh, internationally. Yeah, I think the players you refer to is more that desire, isn't it? He did that in yeah. the um, the playoff final as well. He showed that kind of desire to get his head on it and, and same here. And that, just to give a shout out as well to Traore who you know, he gets stick, but actually he, he did really nice, nice work there to, to kind of play the ball through to cash. The assist um, assist. Yeah, the pre-assist. Yeah, pre-assist. The, the, the Coutinho special, the pre-assist. But yeah, he's he did really well. So actually without him, I don't think we would have scored that goal. So credit yeah. to him. I mean, as I said, everybody's level on three points. The back-to-backs will will certainly shape up the group. Filler, Elkmar, Zrinski, uh, Leisure. In terms of uh, other groups... It's, it's mostly b- big hitters struggling so you know it kind of made me feel a bit better because we're not the only ones who perhaps are not playing our strongest teams or so far so we've seen uh, the other second favorites Fiorentina drew to um, all second, yeah. Yeah, second draw so far so they haven't won a game yet um, that was against Ferencvaros uh, third favorite lost so Frankfurt lost away to um, POK and who else have In we got Greece Aberdeen drew that was against the Finnish team, wasn't it? That's Helsinki, yeah. That's Lil, Lil, who you'd consider an outsider, drew nil-nil as well. I don't know if that's an attitude to the Europa Conference League at the moment, but we'll see. I think this middle back-to-back games will shape the group, so you'll you'll see who's uh, taking it seriously and who's not. I mean, currently the odds, Phil are still favourites, 4-1, to one, Florentina 8-1, to one, Frankfurt 10-1. to one. That's pretty much been since the start. Mm. Lil 14-1, to one, Fenerbahce 20-1, to AZ. Z twenty to one as well. Well, Fenerbahce were. I mean, I've seen them be sixteen to one somewhere else, and they were what twenty five to one before it started, weren't they? So yeah. they're, they're creeping up like you you thought they would. Yeah, if this was the Grand National, I'd definitely have something on Fenerbahce. <laughs> Lump on the Turks. <laughs> Yeah. In terms of uh, our next opponents, we'll we'll do a show before that game, so we'll get into uh, a lot more detail there, and we'll have firmer details. I mean, I've got a rough idea of meeting places, etc., from what I've been told, but we'll, we will uh, mention those on that show just to give you a look at our group opponents and how they're doing in their respective leagues. Elkmar just beat Ajax two uh, one. And our second, I mean, when I was speaking to my Ajax friend, asking him about Alkmaar, I, I did end it by saying, what's, what's, what's going on with Ajax? Because they're like 15th in the league, yeah. uh, 16th in 16th, the league. Yeah. 
He said, nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, obviously uh, unexpected what's happening there. No, in 19 points off top. After, after, although, to be fair, they've only played six games compared to PSV's eight, but still they're, they're, yeah, they're in a relegation scrap right now. So if they won, like, their two games in hand... They go eighth. Oh, they're still way off the pace, mm. aren't they? There's no way yeah. they're in that no, league. They're, they're done. They're done for a season. In terms of the Bosnian and Herzegovina league, Zirinsky are second behind Borak. Borak still leading the way. And they have, uh, they're ahead by four points, but Zirinsky have a game in hand. Although they have won their last five, Zirinsky. So, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're still a live dog because that double header against Warsaw, they can get thing, they can get points from that. And you wouldn't be surprised if they beat Warsaw in one of those games as well. So they're still there. And if if they're still there and we've got to go there, and if we, we don't beat Elkmar twice, then this group's run into the end, isn't it? Well, you'd argue they've, from their point of view, they've probably, they've played the hardest fixture of the group, Aston Villa away. And yeah. to be fair, they were, they were unlucky to lose in the last second of the match. So yeah. Yeah, and they and they've beaten um, AZ. So yeah, they're very much everyone's. So as alive a team, the they're on form, and so they're they're definitely in this. Meanwhile, in Warsaw, uh, Legia Warsaw are maybe a little bit distracted because they started off well, but they've only won two of their last five, and they've they've slipped to fourth place. Although they're only uh, three points off top, and they do have a game in hand. Yeah, it's it's tight. So it's still tight in the Polish league there. Probably the, the the highs of beating Villa probably got to them. They were talking about it as their greatest ever victory. Surely they've uh, <laughs> surely they've accomplished better than that. Well, they beat Leicester a couple of years ago, but then we're much bigger than Leicester. So I wonder what Stevenage's best ever result was. Yeah, yeah join the queue, uh, Warsaw Leisure. Exactly. Warsaw. Right, so we're going to get off because we're going to do another one of these Europa Vision shows. Follow my old man said at my old man said on twitter and uh, to follow armin it's at is it villa armin villa armin that's v-i-l-l-a-n-a-r-m-e-n if i'm not mistaken you're probably right i should know it off by heart right until next time we meet it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from him goodbye days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes flat rounded textured or tall whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.